Are you an adult with dyslexia? Are you longing for more in your life than the constant, relentless push and pull on your emotions that dyslexia can bring? What about those physical demands that require you to constantly shift gears, rethink? Can I do this? Well, my name is Hope, and I am your host. And I understand because I was diagnosed as an adult with dyslexia, and I often believed that I wasn't enough. Fear and shame were my constant companion. Until I met Christ, then everything changed. This podcast, Make Room for More, is devoted to encouraging and inspiring adults with dyslexia to make more room in their life for Christ. You will hear biblical truth that will uplift and challenge you to find a place for dyslexia in your life and let Christ take center stage of your life. Thank you for joining me. I know we all have heard people ask if they would change a tragic event in their life, such as an accident that left them paralyzed or the loss of a loved one, or maybe the loss of their sight or their job or their home, would they? We are always surprised when after much time has passed, their answer is, I wouldn't change anything. If you had the opportunity to be cured of dyslexia, would you? I remember asking the Lord several times, this was years ago, to take dyslexia away. I just wanted it to go away. Then I tried to imagine my life without it, but I could not. I could not imagine what life would be like without dyslexia. Yes, without it, I could read and write like everyone else. Then what? Those things that I imagined that I would be able to accomplish, be able to do if I did not have dyslexia, was not worth giving dyslexia up for. It occurred to me that I wasn't meant to do those things anyway. And that was a sobering thought. What has dyslexia taken away? Or what has it prevented me from accomplishing? The answer came back, nothing. Imagine for a moment that the language system in our brains was wired differently for the purpose of being able to perform a specific task or possess certain gifts. What if our brains being wired differently has been the catalyst to abiding in Christ. In light of being dyslexic, I encourage you to read John 15 and and keep reading it until your choice is to remain in Christ. I singled out a few verses that stood out in my mind this morning. Christ says the following, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. That's John 15 verses 4 and 5 and 7. The word that Christ repeatedly says is abide. It means to dwell, to stay in place, to remain where you are. He explains why this is imperative. We will bear much fruit. But we cannot do it without him. We can do nothing without him unless we abide. And those who abide in him, he will bring much fruit out of. So what is the fruit he is speaking of? Character development. We were created in his image, but the image has been marred by sin. And he means to restore his image in us. Why is the whole chapter of John 14 and 15 devoted to abiding in Christ? 
I think it's because we are prone to wander away from him. We sometimes treat him like a revolving door. We want to be able to come in and out of his life at will. Well, it doesn't work that way. Yes, he will come looking for us if we wander off, but why must we wander away? What has he done that causes us not to stay by his side? The answer is nothing, and it will always be nothing. On the other hand, we think we have moved when we actually have not. We are prone to think this way when Christ is silent. His silence feels like abandonment rejection, and we use this as an excuse to walk away. We become restless. We no longer believe he is with us and not against us. What if you haven't moved and Christ hasn't moved? What if you are abiding in him yet he is silent? The silence teaches us a new kind of trust, a new kind of total dependency. Christ's silence will teach us to detach from the world and profoundly attach to him. We must feel and experience our utter dependence upon Christ. And when he appears silent, we must choose to remain. Remember the children of Israel as they journeyed through the wilderness. Christ's presence with them was in a cloud. Exodus forty thirty six and 37 says, And when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went onward in their journey. But if the cloud were not taken up, then they journeyed not till the day that it was taken up. They knew not to move away. They remained where they were until Christ moved. And what is the benefit of staying by his side? He will restore his image in us and we will be his witnesses. As we share the gospel with our fellow dyslexics, don't let Christ's silence scare you into moving ahead of him, but choose to remain where he has put you by his side. Ministering to the emotional needs of someone that has been wounded by having dyslexia can be taxing. However, when we remain in Christ, his strength pulses through our minds and body. It is his knowledge and wisdom that reaches the heart and brings comfort. Being used by God to minister to someone with dyslexia is very rewarding, and it is a daily choice we make. If Christ is calling you to take up this mantle, Remain, abide, stay where you are in him. He will supply you with much grace, courage, and strength. Well, that's it for today. However, I do have a couple of faith-sharing suggestions for you. Number one, pray God open the door for you to speak to someone hurting from dyslexia. Number two, start a Christian blog. Keep it positive, honest, and encouraging. Please remember, you can't feed someone if you don't have food. The food, the bread of life, is Jesus' word. If you're not daily feeding on the word of God, you have nothing to offer. Don't forget what Jesus said. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. And Christ cannot lie. Thank you for joining me, taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to this podcast. And may your week be blessed. Thank you for tuning in each week to make room for more. If you would like to listen to archive shows, you may do so by going to www.makeroomformorepodcast.buzzsprout.com. Once again, thank you so very much for joining us and have a wonderful week.